A man's journey with God begins, continues, and ends with supernatural encounters that he orchestrates for him. No man will ever discover, enter into, and fulfill God's purpose in his lifetime without these supernatural encounters with God. Each encounter you have with God will not only transform your life, but will shift you supernaturally to a pedestal of glory where God can use you to transform others. A moment of encounter with God will shift you from where you are to where you are supposed to be spiritually and physically. Prepare Prepare your heart for an uncommon uncommon transformation from from God's word and all-round miracles by by the power of the Holy Ghost as God's servant, Chidebele Udeze, leads us in this special moment of encounter with God. Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. We return all thanks given to you. We know we cannot impress you. You are the almighty. You are, you are the all-sufficient. The El Shaddai. Thank you for another opportunity to come and be encountered by you. We pray that in this moment of encounter that you will encounter every one of us. Again and again. That our testimonies will be unending. Thank you, Father. Let your word come to us. Spirit of the living God, speak to us again. Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Last Sunday we began to look at a very powerful topic. Manifesting the seed of greatness. We saw that God is great. Created man to be great. Manifested his greatness in his covenant with men like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. We ended the study with Joseph and we'll have to continue from there today. Trying to glean wisdom on how to manifest the seed of greatness that God has inputted in us when he gave his son Jesus to die on the cross. And one of the very powerful point that the Lord made during last Sunday's message is uh, the fact that a man's greatness comes to the fullness of manifestation when that man discovers, enters into, and fulfills God's divine purpose for his life. The glory of God in the life of Joseph became full-blown at a point that he was made the prime minister of Egypt. That was God's purpose for his life. And it was fully manifested at that spot. Joseph preserved the seed of greatness in his life, as we saw in Genesis 37, by his commitment to righteousness. Even when other boys, his siblings around him, are 
doing evil. The fear of God in him will not permit him to do evil. Genesis 37 verse 2. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph being 17 years old was feeding the flock with his brethren and the lad was with the sons of Behar and with the sons of Zippah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. He was reporting the evil that his brothers are doing, which is an indication that he is not joining them. He preserved the seed of God in his life by righteousness. The fear of God in him will not allow him to go into sin like his brothers. And soon after that, his devotions and his righteous living attracted the presence of God in his life that gave him access to the voice of God expressed through the dreams that he was having. It was God speaking to him in those days. We saw that he had several dreams. The Bible recorded only two. But that's the major way God was speaking to him in those days. Or speaking to the Old Testament people. In our time, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. We hear the voice of the Spirit speaking to us in our spirit. Joseph kept himself from sin by the fear of God. Proverbs 16 verse 6. Don't forget that verse in a haste. Proverbs 16 verse 6. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. But by the fear of God, men do what? Please look up. When somebody commits sin of lying, he will say, God, I'm sorry for lying. That's he's confessing, he's saying the truth. By that truth, he has said, God, by mercy, will purge lying. But what will determine whether he will lie again or he will depart from lying is what? Everyone has the one he's doing. Sins, iniquity are not purged by the fear of God. By mercy and truth, you are forgiven. But for you to now depart from sin and stop sinning, you must have the fear of God. Are you getting it now? It was the fear of God in Joseph that made him, when his brothers were committing sin, he refused. He, said he couldn't commit sin with them. The same thing happened in Potiphar's wife. Do you remember the story? We will study it a bit today. Where the woman said, Joseph, everybody is doing it. Joseph said, everybody is doing it, but God is against it. And the woman said, what do you mean by God? There's no God here. Joseph said, God is here. I fear him. Do you know that for us in the New Testament is more serious? Are you aware? That in the New Testament, God is not just with us. 
God is in us. So you can imagine how many believers have, they don't fear God. Somebody say he's a believer speaking in tongues, he will get his phone. God is in him. He doesn't have respect, regard for God. He said, God, you are in me, in me. You are with me in your presence. I'm going to watch pornography. I'm going to kiss a girl that is not my wife. I'm going to do this in the presence of God. Listen, there's no other explanation. Anytime you see any man anywhere living in sin, disobeying God, that person does not have the fear of God. By fear of God, that quarreling, that enemy, when you remember that God is here and God is in me. The problem that people have is that they don't have that fear. Even in the Old Testament, when they are not speaking in tongues, when they are not chanting, the fear of God kept people like Daniel. And Daniel proposed in his heart he will not defile himself. It will take the fear of God for a woman, a, a wife, to submit to her husband. For a husband to love his wife. In fact, for you to obey God and keep obeying him. Because what people do is that when they come before people in a place like this, in the presence of people, they will show that they are righteous. But when no eyes is looking, that's when the fear of God in your life is tested. When God saw how Joseph, with the fear of God, departed from sin, he began to come from time to time. Began to show him, this is your purpose. This is who you are. This is who you are supposed to be. This is what you are supposed to achieve in your lifetime. So that vision, the vision that Joseph saw was a vision he got from God. And that vision is the vision of greatness. Every man that is great from God, remember that some people, they can go to the devil, negotiate and get greatness from there. But anyone whose greatness comes from God, the first thing that must happen to you is that God himself will give you a vision of that greatness. He said to Abraham, walk through the land of Canaan. For as far as you can see, that's your possession. One day he asked him, come out and look up. If you can count the number of stars, that is how your descendant will be. God was giving him vision and that vision of greatness is what will focus you. Focus you on the journey towards fulfilling the purpose of God for your life. Many people, they are living without vision. Vision comes from God. Ambition comes from the flesh. That's what some unbelievers have. Because you can't have vision from God unless God speaks to you. So if you don't hear from God, if you don't have any way God speaks to you, you can't have vision. And that vision is what God has planned for your life. Some of us, when God shows you what he has in stock for your life, his original plan for your life, you will stop living the way you are living. You will stop. I'm telling you. 
When people are looking for your trouble, you just tell them, please wait. I'm pursuing something. There's, this, there's something I saw. I want to pursue. I want to get there. Joseph shared the purpose of God for his life with his brothers. Why is his brothers not having dreams? You can't finish committing sin and God will come and show you dream. They can't see any dream. They are cut off from God. They don't hear from God. When Joseph share what, this is what God is saying to me now. This is what God is showing me. God is speaking to me. He's directing me. They thought that Joseph is becoming proud and arrogant. They don't know that he just wants to share with them what God is telling him about his life. And so by envy and wickedness, they sold him into Egypt. He was now a slave from the hand of Ishmaelites that bought him from his brothers to the hand of Potiphar in Genesis 39. Captain of the guard bought him of the hand of the Ishmaelites. Verse 2. Let's read verse 2 together. One to go. And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was. And he was in the house of his master, Egyptian. Joseph carried the presence of God along with him into Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph. The presence of God in the life of Joseph was the key to the manifestation of his greatness. For anyone to manifest the seed of greatness in his life, he must cultivate and guard that presence. It was the presence of the Lord with Joseph that made him prosperous. Some people thought that prosperity is having material things. If prosperity is having material things, then Yahoo boys are also prosperous. Occultic men that killed people, sacrificed people in order to have money, they are also prosperous. I don't envy any man that has material things without God. If you are envying such people, please, I don't envy them. Because the Bible says, there is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. He may have properties, he may have all those things, but there is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. We are talking about the presence of God with a man. We are talking about access, not asset. What is access? Anytime you need it, God shows up. Because God is with you. In Genesis 39, verse 3, that's very powerful. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. His master saw that the Lord was with him. How did he see it? 
His master saw the presence of God. How? The second sentence told us how. He said, that the Lord made all that he did to prosper where? In his hand. Whatever he does prospers. That is the seed of greatness. Sometimes you see people changing business, changing this, changing that, changing job. Well, it's good to change if it is the will of God for you to change. Changing location. But let me tell you this. If the Lord is with you, whatever you do, the Lord will make it to prosper. The Lord, not you. His master saw that the Lord, let me ask a question first of all. This is master. Does he know the Lord before Joseph? Egypt, before then, are they worshipping the Lord? They are worshipping idols. It was Joseph that entered that house. And sometimes when the servants in the house are free, he will go somewhere and kneel down and he will be praying. And they say, what are you doing? He say, I am praying to the Lord. I say, which one is praying to the Lord? Is that how to pray to the Lord? He said, yes. They got to know him with that. How does people know you? Do they know you as a sister with the fear of God and with the presence of God? A brother with the presence of God and of course, if the Lord is with you, the Lord made everything he do to prosper. Everything. It, and of course, you know, it's not by power. The Bible says it's not by power. It's not by might. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him. Verse 4. And he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had, he put into his hand. By Joseph staying in that house, his master came to know the Lord. And came to see that the Lord was with Joseph. And that the Lord made everything Joseph did to prosper. And he made him overseer. You know the meaning of that? This is someone... A slave that he bought from a strange land, not even an Egyptian, is now to be the overseer of his house. He served him. Service is a way to greatness in the kingdom. Let's read Mark chapter 10 verse 42 to 45. But Jesus called to them and said unto them, You know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. Get NIV, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. NIV, verse 43. Not so with you instead. Whoever wants to become great among you must be your what? Next verse. And whoever wants to be first 
must be what? Slave of all. Next verse. For even the Son of Man is referring to himself now. Did not come to be served, but to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many. The Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve. Jesus is the one speaking. He said, if any one of you want to be great, then that person must be what? Must be your servant. So the way of greatness in the kingdom of God is the way of what? Service. Serving the Lord. Serving his people. How do I become a servant? Joseph served Potiphar. While he was serving Potiphar, the Lord was preparing him for the glorious destiny he has for him. Because eventually Joseph is going to serve the whole Egypt. He's going to serve the whole... You know why they call government workers civil servants? Do you know why? Do you know why? They are serving the people. So they are servants. It's just that they are civil. But many of them have become boss. Eh? The, the, somebody's file is in your table. As a civil servant, you are asking the person to give you bribe in order to give him his file or to do something for him. The way of greatness is the way of service. Joseph served with all his heart. He served Potiphar. And as he was serving him, he was serving his wife, he was serving his children, he was serving everybody. Potiphar saw that this one is a different person. Joseph decided to forget the past. If you are going to be great and manifest the seed of greatness, you must learn to do what? He's not staying in one place and mourning his father. Mourning the wickedness of his brothers. Some of us, you find it difficult to forget the past. You are living in the past. Instead of you to move on with life. Move on with what God has organized and arranged for your life. Joseph forgot the past. Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting the past. Pressing forward towards accomplishing that, apprehending that which Christ Jesus has apprehended me for. He served. There are several people, even in the body of Christ today, they don't want to serve anybody. All they are thinking is about my ministry. My, and that's the problem. The way of greatness is the way of what? Jesus said, if you want to be the first, then you must be slave of all. No wonder Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, for though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all. This is a man that understood that if he is going to be great, if he's going to manifest the seed of greatness, he's going to serve others. With the gospel, with the gift of God that God has given to you. Many believers, they don't want to serve. They don't want to be useful 
in the house of God. They want to, you know, just receive, enjoy, receive miracle, signs and wonders, and then things around them go well. They don't want to. You know, you know why? For you to serve, you must deny yourself. For you to serve, you must sacrifice your time. For you to serve, you must sacrifice your ego. You must be humble. Joseph was serving. And that was the way to greatness. When people that are proud see others serving, they say, ah, why are they wasting their time? They don't know. At the same time, they are desiring to be great. They don't know that the way of greatness is the way of service. Joseph was faithful in his service to his master. That was why the master trusted him to make him overseer of all that he has. He served faithfully. Eh? He put him in charge. Listen. Trust takes time. Two of us. You don't see somebody today and trust him today. It takes time for Potiphar to trust Joseph. Potiphar must have tested Joseph again and again. Now look at verse 5 and 6. And it came to pass from the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he has in the house and in the field. Try to read verse 6 together with me. One to go. And he left all that he has in Joseph's hand. And he knew not what he had. That is, he doesn't know anything he has. Save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person. And well, he gained favor by service. Faithful service. The master trusted Joseph to the point that he doesn't even know any other thing he has again. Before, he used to find out how many things do I have? How many cars? How many uh, goats? How many? At a time, he trusted Joseph. Oh my God. Listen carefully. You know, some of us don't know that the present place where you are, that place of work where you are working, that business, that business, Jesus said in Luke chapter 16 verse 10. He that is faithful in that which is little will be faithful in that which is what? Much. And he that is unjust in that which is least will also be unjust in that which is what? You are saying, oh God, I want a change of job. Eh. The job you are doing now, you, you go late to work. And sometimes you go late and tell lie that you came on time. You can't bring out your heart, the fullness of your heart, and serve. The Bible says it came to pass when Potiphar made Joseph the overseer of his house. The Lord began to, oh my God, the blessing was so much. For the sake of Joseph, oh, listen, God was watching Joseph. How faithful he was. He doesn't eat his orgasm one naira. 
If he sends him out to go and buy something, he will return back the change. Unlike so many apprentices these days, that they go to apprentice to steal. Joseph was different. It came to pass from the time that he, the Lord began to, began to bless his organ. Something happened years ago when I was a lecturer. I was made the head of department two years after being a lecturer by God's divine hand. Only God can do that kind of thing. And the moment I was made the head of department, listen carefully. In fact, are you following me? Are you listening? Now, even the other lecturers in that department, even the students, they came to know that the Lord was with me. How? Do you know what happened? The office of the head of department, the, the, the table and the seat there has been there for years since the department started. But do you know what happened? The moment I was being made the head of department, one alumni group came and said they want to change the seat. They want to... They, immediately they changed the ties, changed everything. The rug that has been there was changed to ties. The table, in fact, the head of department uh, seat and table I sat on, well, nobody has ever sat on it. Very big and powerful. That's the first thing that happened as I was entering as a head. The next thing that began to happen, several other alumni, set by set, they were coming, we want to do something in this department, we want to do this, we want to put AC in the class of the students, we want to, ah, uh ah, -uh. why is this thing happening just in this one year, this tenor. Where are these alumni for these years? I mean, more than two, up to 30 years. Everybody was like, we started planning for general homecoming. During my time, we now said, since all of you are coming individually, now, the very first general homecoming was organized within that period. I organized it as a head. Then we started planning for the first international conference to be hosted by the department. Ah! International conference. You know, you know some of you that, that know the story, I told you that some people were fighting me. You remember? They were fighting me, but I was ignoring them. I was busy doing exploit. Oh my God. The Lord was with me. And it was obvious that within that one year, two years, the department was lifted. When you know what it means to carry the presence of God, you will not commit that masturbation. You will not want to lose that presence. You will not. You will want to be with God because when it comes to bless, everybody sees the manifestation. Amen. Verse 7. It came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. But he refused. And said unto his master, wife, behold, my master was not what is with me in the house. And he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I. Did you pay attention to that sentence? Let's read it together. Want to go? There is none greater in this house than I. Somebody say greatness. Say it. Greatness. 
Are you noticing something now? Even in the house of Potiphar, he was the greatest. But you know that he started by being the servant of all. He served faithfully and the God of heaven blessed his service and he became the greatest in that house. He said, there is none in this house greater than I. Neither has he kept back anything from me but thee, yes. Because thou art his wife. Can we read that question? There's a question that ended that verse. Want to go? How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Somebody say integrity. In that place where no eye is seeing Joseph, he was true to God. The woman, the Bible said, cast her eyes upon Joseph. You see, when the devil is bringing temptation around you, if you understand what we are talking about, you know that the temptation is not about you. The temptation is about the seed you are carrying. Eh? And temptation is not only to go and commit adultery. The greatest temptation is when the devil is trying to push you out of the will of God for your life. Whether to move you from the location where you're supposed to be, to move you from the midst of the brethren where you're supposed to be, stay, grow, serve God. There are some people, you know, some, some people, they will not like to serve God like Joseph in the house of Potiphar. In a discipleship family like this, they won't like, they will be looking for when they are going to be, you know, when I was a lecturer, I was telling students, some of you will not do well academically as a student. And you are thinking you are going to do well when you come out in life. Prove that you are going to do well in life by doing well as a student now. It's not when you have carryover everywhere. And you are saying, don't mind all this uh, education. Let's just graduate. I will, I will, do wonders. No. Serve the Lord now. This is, you see, yesterday we organized a training for you know, leaders who has finished incubation. And we said, come and receive. You know, how many of you were there? Did you ever expect that such a thing would be taught? Eh? Even me, when God was bringing that content, I, I, I think I told you yesterday, that in Calvary way we have not had any training like this. This is the first of its kind. And in the night again, the Lord began to explain to me some things. The reason why, sometimes God will tell you some things. He will not tell you why he told you. He now began to tell me why, oh my God. I shared it with Joshua. I said, this morning when we are talking about some things about media, I said, this is it. This is the reason why this... Um, the Lord just shared it with me, told me. He didn't tell me about it when he was giving me the instruction. The devil came up and was tempting Joseph. And of course, Joseph is already used to temptation. In his father's house, the temptations has come again and again. Now, in this land, it's coming again. Lie with me. This woman was not even ashamed at all. He said what? Lie with me. Hmm. 
Joseph, the Bible says, but he refused. Somebody say he refused. He refused. I will not. I will not lie with you. Why? I have a seed of greatness. I want to preserve it. The presence of God with me, I don't want to lose it. If I lie with you, I will lose God. You notice me just because God manifested. If I lie with you, that manifestation will end. Do you know that if Joseph has lied with Potiphar's wife, he would have become and ended up as a glorified servant in that house? Through of us. That would have been the end of his journey. Joseph said, I have a dream. He remembered there is a dream he has. He was trying to... He knew that this is a journey. Let me tell your neighbor, you are on a journey to a, a destination. You are a journey. Tell you. you are on a journey. Where you are working now. The family where you are now. Don't let this, these things distract you. You are on a journey. Joseph said, I'm on a journey. I don't want to. This is not my destination. I know the vision I had from God. The things I saw. This is not it. Woman, no. But kiss me before you go. Kiss you. I didn't say we should have sex. Just kiss me before you go. That's what several young people that even say they are believers are doing. Okay. Just kiss me before you go. Say you love me. Just kiss me. Kiss what? This is a brother talking to a sister. And before you know it, I, I wonder where the fear of God in them went. They began to kiss, from kissing to fornication. Some people will enter into courtship. You know the one they call courtship? And I don't know what is telling them that lust, kissing and romance in courtship is not a sin. So we even commit fornication again and again. And the lady will still wear wedding gown and cover her face. What is it she covering again? Joseph said, no. Woman said, for what? Everybody is doing it. He said, I'm not everybody. I have a dream. There is a seed. You know, that woman was very strategic. You know what she did? She now said, okay, Joseph, from today, you'll be in charge of cleaning my bedroom. You are not getting me. So the day Joseph was... <laughs> Hi. The Bible says when she targeted that every other person is out, no other person is in the house, she went and grabbed Joseph. I say. This one is no longer discussion. Lie with me. Sin of sexual immorality is the most dangerous sin. And many, many people are falling into that trap. They fall, they come out. They fall again, they come out. If you are in, the, I call it a trap because even when you say, I will not do it again, what happened after some time? You went back again to that fornication. To that adultery. 
So we commit fornication, get pregnant, either they give money for the abortion or they go and abort. Joseph ran. Joseph ran. She left the cloth and ran. This one, temptation came to his room. He removed his cloth and ran. He fled from the house. When I see the boldness of some people, brothers, sisters, I said, I don't understand where they are coming from. A brother will visit a sister and both of you are in the room alone. Sometimes the door is locked. These are the kind of things we see in this generation. Sometimes I have had a story where the, the sister said, I am feeling sleepy. And then he lie down on the bed of the brother. She is feeling how? Sleepy. And so she lie down on the bed. Was it not Jesus that, pray, that said we should pray? Lead us not into temptation. Lord, lead us not. This one is not God leading. You are the one now leading yourself. And you know it. Most times you know that you are on the path of sin. How dare you become so careless? And you allow the seed of greatness in you to be spoiled by sin of immorality and other sins. Joseph said, no! God is with me and is here. I will not do this wickedness against God. Against God. She tried to make the woman to reason. To understand. She refused to understand. And then she fled. He fled. Some of us, you will not, you will not run. Eh? You are keeping a relationship. You are keeping a relationship. And that relationship is leading you to sin. And you don't want to cut it off. The man that is calling you on phone, always calling you on phone, you know the kind of immoral talk and language discussion that goes on that dampens your spiritual life. You don't want to cut it off. You continue. As a brother, you notice that your heart is now dirty, defied. You know, I used to tell people that the state of your life, the state of your life, determines what you allow in your life. Eh? Did you get what I said? Timothy, come. This brother is wearing white and white. Get me that seat. Sorry, sir. Now, drop it here. Please, look up. This brother is clean. Now, he took his bath, dressed in well iron. Did you see the lining of the iron? Would have clapped for you, but there's no time. He ironed his clothes and he came. And now, look at this seat that is in this place. Very dirty. 
and there were oil there. And you know what oil will do to his wife? Do you think that he will sit down there? Why not? Because he's clean. Isn't it? Because he's neat. Now, some of us are mechanic. You know yourself. You are coming out from under the, the car. Eh? Where you are working with your mechanic cloth. Which are you here? You know, you know you are the senior mechanic. This one is just a junior one. Though it's coming up. You came out from under that dirty condition and you came around and there is dust in the seat. Do you clean the dust? When the dust is neater than your cloth. Are you getting me now? The reason why you go to internet and you have the morale to be watching naked people, dirty things, is because your soul is dirty. So you just feel relaxed. If your soul is clean, if your heart is pure, when you see those things, ah! The first sight, oh! Some of you will look and we open and say, hi, what are these people doing? Hey, hey, look at what people are wearing these days. Hey, yeah, hi. But let me look at it very well. Hey. Don't you see that this person has problem? His soul is dirty. Thank you, sir. Joseph was too neat for that kind of thing. Too neat. Lie with me. For what woman? No. No. I have a dream. God is with me. I'm going somewhere. I, there is a goal. There's a purpose. He remembered his dream. Joseph said, no. I will not. And when the woman became violent, he ran. The Bible says, flee fornication. Get me that scripture. First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 18. Flee fornication. Flee. Don't just stand and be saying, yes, I'm a man. You know, yes, come in and sit down. I'm a man. Flee fornication. Flee. A woman being does not have the capacity to fly. But God said, even if you will fly, fly. Don't just run. Let's read it together. One to go. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication does what? Sinned against his own body. Romans 3.23. He said, all have sinned and has falling short of the glory of God. Sin has an invisible reservoir that cuts short, cuts short. Look at it. All have sinned and has come short. Now, what sin does here by principle is to keep reducing the glory of God. What is the glory of God? That greatness. What is the glory of God? That God's own eternal purpose for your life. Sin has an invisible reservoir to keep cutting it short, short, short. Think about Joseph. If he had slept with Potiphar's wife, he would have... The woman was have promised him a lot of things. She came with all kinds of tactics. Get me chapter verse 10. Genesis 39 verse 10. All kinds of tactics. Eh? Look at the tactics here. And it came to pass, as she spoke to Joseph day by day. Do you know how many days this thing happened? 
Do you know how many days? Day by day. Every day, the woman will come. And so, George, Joseph Jacob, please, today, look at it. He asking not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. So, I didn't come for you to lie with me today. In fact, I am born again now. Um, I just wanted somebody I will discuss the word of God. Somebody that will be encouraging me in the Lord. Just to be with, with me. You know, my husband traveled and I'm be feeling lonely. You know, so just somebody that will be encouraging me in the Lord. Joe J. I hope you understand. Let's just be together. You know, we will pray midnight prayer when it is midnight. You know? Joe J. Joseph Jacob now, Joe J. Joseph Jacob. Joseph said, no. I will not even be with you. Ah, be with me. I didn't say you lie with me. I've repented. I will follow your God now. Don't, don't, I'm born again now. Say you are going to fellowship. Eh? I will join you. Joseph knew that there is still a problem here. He was cautious. He knew there is a seed. There is a seed. I am going to be great. And I don't want to play with anything that will temper. I don't want it to come short. That was how he continued. The woman came with violence. He fled away. And the woman was holding the cloth. And she now cries and says, Hey, everybody come. I don't know how he cheated. the crocodile tears. Look at what happened today. Oh. Joseph, this um, Hebrew boy, eh, that's been pretending in this house, came here to assault me. And I now cry. He left his cloth here and ran away. People now say, eh? Joseph, so you have been pretending all this while. Hey! Do you know what else Joseph did not do? He didn't defend himself. Where will he start the explanation? He handed over his case to God. Even the husband could not even ask question. I have not gotten this kind of report from this boy. Something must... He didn't even hear from him. He carried him and put him in prison. Joseph did not keep grudge. He didn't defend himself. He didn't fight for his rights. And God was training him. Because, you know, some of... When you talk about leadership, when you talk about greatness, that's where you will be. You have influence. You have power. And if you don't... If all you know in your life is revenge, fight, fight back. Ah, uh, God will not trust you with power. Because once you get it, you want to use it to fight everybody that has fought you before. Joseph was meek. Joseph was, you know, he handed over his case to God and said, God, you know, you know, you know everything. You know everything. He went to prison. In the prison, he was very happy, still serving. Serving. In fact, the same thing happened in the prison. Get it? The Lord was with him, showed him mercy, gave him favor. He was serving. He made him overseer the prison warder. Committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. Whatsoever that they did here, he was the doer of it. Go ahead. And the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord, oh, hallelujah. He forgot the past again. He forgot the past. He's going somewhere. 
he was not allowing those things to stop him from wholeheartedly serving and caring for people. Do you know what made him to interpret dream? He was looking at the fellow prisoners. Their, their, their face was not happy. He's their leader. He's their head of department. But he looked at them and said, you are not happy today. What happened? I dreamed a dream. I dreamed a dream. And from there he interpreted the dream. And from that dream, God, the lifter of men. God, the lifter of men. When the time came for the final lifting, the Lord made Pharaoh to have a dream and created it in such a way that nobody would be able to interpret it apart from Joseph. You see, God knows how to lift up his people. Are you getting me? You need to trust God. You need to depend on God. It doesn't take God anything to lift you. Let me be honest with you. Don't give up on God. Are you hearing me? Don't let negative circumstances stop you from holding firm to God. Don't let anything make you to draw back in following Jesus. Being consistent in discipleship. Doing your best. Don't even let the economic situation affect your commitment to the Lord. There is a God in heaven that most high. is the lifter of men. When the time comes, he lifted Joseph. He remembered his fear of God. He remembered his faithfulness. He remembered his service. He remembered his integrity. He remembered everything. That was how Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt. Do you know that the day Joseph was made the prime minister of Egypt, that radio Egypt, television Egypt carried the news? Do you know that Potiphar's wife was in the parlor with remote and pressed Egypt television authority, ETA, eh? and saw somebody. I was like, who am I seeing? Are you following me at all? Is it Joseph? As she was just saying, is it Joseph? The newscaster said, an Egyptian slave some years ago that entered here, that spent some years in the house of Potiphar, is now the prime minister of Egypt. I want to encourage you to hold on to God. Hold on to righteousness. Hold on to holiness. Hold on to the word of God. Make sure that you are taking God, his word, your devotion seriously every day. It's a journey. Serving faithfully. Serving man. Jesus said, the son of man came to serve. To serve what? To serve man. We serve men. Don't be idle in the house of God. Bring out your time, your life and serve. Like Joseph. In righteousness, in holiness. And one day, those who fought against you, who accuse you wrongly and all of that, it's not because you want anything to happen. The Lord will lift you up and they will put on their television and they will see you. That's what happened to Joseph. Praise the Lord. 
Can we rise on our feet and say a few prayers before we conclude? Just rise on your feet. I don't know how the Lord has spoken to you as a person, but just respond to him in prayer. Joseph has been our key study, manifesting the seed of greatness. You don't allow anything, anyone, to lure you into sin, whether it is sin of lying or any kind of sin. You remain. Thank you for listening. I trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our Telegram, podcast, and YouTube channels at Chidebele Udeze. For testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to calvarywayrevivallabels at gmail.com or call 080-6560-7999. And you can also follow us on our social media handles at Chidebele Udeze. God bless you.